You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Another episode of Out of the Blank podcast with Kirk Rothgeb. <laughs> What's happening? That, that's how you say your name. Yeah, right? actually, most people don't get it right. I, I just call you Uncle Kirk at this point. I've known you for so freaking long, man. Now you literally, um, before I even get into this whole thing, because we got so many different things to even talk about. I mean, you've known me for so long. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, since what I was like seven years old, right? Yeah, hey, you were camping in my yard for exactly. Years. That's I mean, where the like camping was. We were Fort Whaley, and then when we found out we can camp out to you. Oh my God, yeah. We would drive that forty-five minutes just to go to I, your house and camp out on the yard. There was times I'd come home on a Thursday, and the camper was already in my yard. I'm like, Oh, we're camping this weekend. Yeah, my dad's probably like, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he left it there, which was You didn't was get my fine. text. He never sent you a text. That didn't like, matter. I told him any time, you know, because we had the room. We had so you can't offer that to, to me or my dad any time you want to swing on by. We're going to take that offer up. So we had 25 acres, or so, and there was like 100 and some acres behind us. There's plenty of rooms. Like, come on, why are you paying to go down there? You stay here. You know, we had horses and room four wheelers and play and do, you know. Yeah, so even just saying that, everyone can already get the vibe of the farmer type from you. Well, uh, what do you mean? Uh, I'm not the farmer type, I just happen to live on a farm. <laughs> you just happen to live on a farm? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've seen the breakfast you cook, I've seen all that Whoa. stuff. Don't even get me. You literally. For yeah. Some, for some guy that's a fitness guy like me and eats super, super clean, like tries, like. You are literally like the com- not the complete opposite of me. Basically, when it comes to food, like I'm eating like strict fish. You might eat fish too, but it's like you're eating like cheesy omelets in the morning, breakfast sausage, yeah. everything you eat. So much barbecue. I'm like, oh my god! I look at you, and I'm like, this man is a, is a god in my eyes. Because like you're in, you literally have all the food that I want to be devouring. Well, we'll go down and remind me, but write this down. We'll go down this road in a minute. Complete 180. Explain to me what the diet water thing. Well, right. no, no, that was a joke. Got water. Okay, just... well, what's the water thing? All right, so I've lost 70 pounds in probably three months. Oh my god! Yes. Sick? No, doing crack. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Rick James? <laughs> yes. Now, so, all right. Here's here's how it starts. You know, you, you try to lose weight. You go to, there's no diet that works. Now, this is where I'm going to sound like I'm preaching or selling something, but I'm not, you know. No diet works. You can't you stay on a diet. You have to consume less calories than you burn. Well, I got one better than that. What's so, I, I go to, I, I, had a, I had a wax, yes. Are you serious? No, 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 no. People do that. You don't look, understand. Look, look, before we get too far into this, you got to remember, you know me. You cannot believe the first thing I say. Because I just... I'm letting you know. I'm too quick. <laughs> when it comes to this diet thing, you're saying you lost 100 pounds. You had to either cut out some type of meat or some type of bread. No. Are you just consuming less? No. What are you doing? Drinking so, more water? Well, here's here. Here's, let me let me tell you the story. I go to the doctor. I had a wax buildup in my ear. I just I couldn't get it out. I guess I was trying to clean it. I must have pushed it in or something. I wasn't. I mean, it wasn't bad. They can, they they rinse it right out for you. It's not a big deal. I just didn't have the tools, and I don't mess with my ears too much. I don't like sticking anything in my ear. I literally bought Q-tips this morning. Well, I mean, you you're, you can clean them, but there's certain... I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Dude, I, I had know. a bad experience. I had a Q-tip, and I was standing by the door, and someone opened it up. Oh, they shoved it in. Yes, oh, yeah. it scares me to death. If I lost my hearing, I don't know what I would do. I stand away from the door now. When well, I it, it was literally like sticking your finger in your ear, and it was that way for a week. I just couldn't hear. I tried everything. I, you know, hot water, oil. I bought all these different things to flush it. I couldn't flush it. Finally, I get mad. I go to the doctor. 
I'd argued with my wife. Is it working? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd argued with my wife a little bit because we had to go. We were going to a crab feast. And uh, she's like, we got to be there. And I'm like, I don't care. I, you know, I ain't going. I can't hear out of my ear. It's driving me nuts. I just, I, I got to go. And then I was trying to get Cody to cut the grass. He didn't want to cut the grass. He was busy on some Xbox huge game thing that he does. And, you know. Gotta love it, right? Yeah. My blood pressure was up. Get in the truck and I take off. I go to the doctor. So I get to the doctor and, and, you know, the nurse comes in. Hey, hey, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. Step on the scale. Do this. Blah, 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 blah. Do you smoke? Do you drink drugs? This and that. Let me take your blood pressure. She goes, oh. Wait, what's oh? Oh, what? She goes, I'll be right back. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, now my blood pressure is going up more because you're, you're worrying me. What's yeah. going on? She comes back in a couple minutes later. I'm like, is everything okay? She goes, doctor wants me to take your blood pressure again. She gets a different sleeve, bigger one, you know, puts it on my arm. She goes, hmm. And walks out. I'm like, oh my God, you know, I'm going to have a heart attack not knowing what's going on. So, doctor comes in. And he's looking at me. He goes, so what's wrong? And I'm like, well, I can't hear out of this ear. He goes, well, what are we going to do about this blood pressure? Are you, are you here for that? Are you? I said, no. I'm here about my ears. He leans over to the other ears. Well, we're going to take our blood pressure. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is my blood pressure? And I don't know. It was like really high or something. I don't remember the exact number. But it, it had come down after I was sitting there and I was relaxed and they, got, they cleaned my ear out. But he was like, you know, we can treat this natural. We can give you like heart or not heart, uh, blood pressure medicine, bring it down. He said, well, you know, there's other ways. I'm thinking, what do you mean other ways, you know? Crack. Yeah, you know, yeah. something. So, and uh, shit, I'm going to try it. Why not? Yeah, no. right. So, uh, he says, you know, you can lose weight and, you know, your body will, and he's blah, blah, blah. He's doing all, I'm like, look, I've been trying to lose weight. You know, I, I, I've joined gyms. I've done all this. It ain't working. He goes, I lost 100 pounds in three months. I'm Excuse like, I will, hey, yeah, I said, I will write you a check, right? You name your price. You take 100 pounds off me in three months, I will write you a $1,000 check right now. Did you write a $1,000 check? No, because I only lost 70 pounds. Oh, yes. <laughs> but. You cut it. You cut it under. <laughs> well, now he explained why. So what he did, he goes, look, I want you to go home. He goes, I want you to get up tomorrow morning. I want you to drink water. Drink a 32-ounce glass of water. And he goes, and just carry a water bottle with you at all times. Have a water bottle. Anytime you think you're hungry, just take a drink. And he goes, lunch, drink water, nothing. Dinner. And he goes, I want you to eat 1,800 calories about 7, 8 o'clock at night of scrambled eggs, bacon. You can have some cheddar cheese there, you know. So, wait, you're not eating breakfast or anything like that? Nothing. Okay, well, so you're fasting. That understands went, a lot. It went, well, I cut out all my sugar. Yeah. No sugar. Just eggs and bacon, first two weeks. You would get this insulin spike because you ate, you know, whatever, and then you sleep through it. And the first two weeks was really rough. Yeah. But the first week, I lost 12 pounds. The next week, I lost eight more pounds. I was starting to feel better. I was, like, cleaning my body out of sugar and weird stuff. You know, after two weeks, I was like, man, I, I feel pretty good. You know? So I, I kept doing it. Then I started eating, like, scrambled eggs for breakfast and and water and I was just sugar free like I found sugar free Jello I found these Atkins gelatin bars. at Food Lion yes that's the ones I buy that's the one I want but the the, the Food Lion brand gelatin the the ones forty five calories a bag it's called Jello bites oh yeah I've seen them dude mm -hmm. get those yes. I live religiously by them I'll do a nice fasting session when I mm -hmm. go to work out even though I'm, a lot of people say I don't need to fast 
Right. But I'll go in and eat nothing, and I'll burn 1,200 calories on the treadmill, oh, and yeah. then I'll go and eat only a 45-calorie bag of Jello. That's how you get down to 2% body fat. That's right. how you get down to the bodybuilding well, see, I've, competitions. I've, I've done, not done any exercises, no workouts, nothing. I, I sit at a computer all day. I don't move. It really sucks. So that's your professional job. Right. Let's knock that out but, first because usually that's what I do in the first minute of the podcast. Oh, but you wow. got me inspired on the whole how you lost 70 well, pounds. Let me let me finish because it gets so much better. Right, so so because I'm, I'm excited about it and because it's really working for once. So I'm losing all this weight, losing weight, and I've, I like I've had to get new clothes, pants, things. Nothing fits anymore. So I've lost lost all. I get down to like 70 pounds and or not get. I wish I was down to 70 pounds. I've lost 70 pounds. And it's kind of tapered off where I'm not losing anymore. So I go back to the doctor and say, well, what's going on? He goes, your body has gone into hibernation mode. He goes, it's just like a bear in the woods. Trying to store all The food source, you've cut off the food source. So it's trying to store it. So now the body has said, wait a minute, we need the rest of this fat to make it through the winter. So he said, now I need to work out. I need to, it's kind of like a car. You, you, can't, you can only burn so much gas with a four-cylinder. You're talking to a, a man that went to school to study nutrition and then ended up switching it over to psychology. Am I so making sense? You're making 100% of sense. Okay, so he said you need a bigger motor now to burn more fuel. And you got to let the body know, hey, we still got fuel. So now he's put me on protein diet. So now I'm fish, chicken breast, things like that. Things I eat. Right. So now I'm doing a high protein, you know, low fat now. How bad are your uh, farts and shits? Oh Jesus, dude! When you switch over to high protein, yes, it's, that's all it is. Like I've never killers. had the dog get up and leave the room before. Yeah, exactly. And just a little bubble will like. Oh my God! I need to go outside before I do that. It's yeah. Like I, I have to. Like I always admit to when I do it, but like it's, oh, yeah. there's there are times I'm like I even I wake myself up. I'm like oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Actually, I, I literally just farted once, and my wife. He said, you got to get up. I think the dog is shit on the floor. She could smell it in the middle of the night. <laughs> no, that was me. Well, Sorry. you start consuming high protein. Well, yeah, like, I eat raw egg whites. Yeah. So when mm-hmm. I eat those, like that, first of all, is bad in itself. I right. mean, it's it's health, It's healthy. It's like clean. But it's like when you have when you start consuming more protein, I consume my weight in protein. And that sometimes I can over consume in protein. Oh, yeah. What happens is... You literally, your body's like trying to digest it all, and it creates gas and all yep. that stuff. And then when you're, especially when you're adding salads on top of the mix, it's just like throwing more fire into a volcano. Oh, I know. But it's been weird because like, I've not drank any alcohol. I've got you, which me, well, I shouldn't say I do have the I once a month margarita or something. But I've really like tried to, you know. Cause you can't just hundred percent, dude. I did that for four years. I was living off like a can of tuna and a stick yeah. of, and a stick of celery. You get your moments where you're like, where they talk about binging. You get moments where you just like all of all, all your progress, or everything gets torn up when you just yeah. see like something that you haven't had in forever. When I see Royal Farms chicken, I cannot go into Royal Farms. When I see all your like, when I talk about how you're I the envision, all the pictures you put up, your sausage biscuits and all well, those types of stuff, that shit makes my no, eyes I still, water because I used to have. Well, you know, I kind of I think. I I don't know if people got mad, but I mean, everybody. If, if you follow my Facebook, and, and you know, if anybody's listening, don't know me. Look, look me up on Facebook. My Facebook's a trip. I never post anything. I'm not one of them people that put drama on Facebook or. You just post food. Yeah, food, drinks, where I'm at, where I'm having fun. You know, I can't, I don't do the drama. Good times with family. I don't put political crap on there. I'm not. You know, it's Facebook should be fun. It shouldn't be drama, and you know. I try and stay off social media. The only time I ever really use it now is just to. 
put out the podcast or something, but yeah, well, it's, you get wrapped up in too much shit. Next thing you know, it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm sitting on the crapper. I was only right. supposed to be there for ten minutes. I'm on there for forty five minutes, and next thing you know, you're looking at like cat videos or people failing and missing. Now, what about red meat, dude? Like a, I, see, the problem is, um, I like my car. The best example, I, or not my car, the best example I can give is my body is like a um, Ferrari kind of, or yes. like a Corvette. Mm-hmm. I've been feeding it fish and chicken for so long. Now, if, if you I put go that in put there, red meat would... in there, I start. It's like putting diesel in there. Yeah, it wouldn't. My, I start like I, I won't be able to go to the bathroom for a couple days. Right. I start feeling really bloated. My mm-hmm. stomach just doesn't digest it. So you couldn't eat that much. You Don't get me wrong. Like, I'll cut there. off a little sliver and yeah. then like have that every now and again. Like I had some this morning I had like a little bit of sliver but it's like when it comes to all that you gotta I gotta like, be very careful with how I do it cause like even a smallest little bit like that little sliver haven't gone to the bathroom yet it's like it's gonna it's gonna uh, take a while yeah it's pain well you know they sell this stuff down at food lines called citrus nitrate <laughs> yeah I've taken that <laughs> or, before oh, and it's flavored now uh, lemon Ford. and then they have banana oh, I got, I got grape and, and cherry that's the grape is amazing food. well yeah but it's a little more pushy if you really want something help Miralax yeah, I, I call it Ridex. <laughs> I, I know exactly all these tricks, dude. Oh, you yeah. understand when you when you dive into the bodybuilding world and you hear all these people like all these bodybuilding competition people that are like they're at two percent body fat and all this stuff like that. They're still taking laxatives to even lose even more weight yes, before a competition. That, that, yeah, they don't. You don't need me. to go that far. That that stuff's crazy. Yeah. But it goes links into the thing of body dysmorphia. Which is something like I, I do have a little bit of a problem with when it comes to looks and stuff, just because I was bullied through high school. But it's oh, like, I remember. Yeah, it's like I was overweight. You know what I mean? And like people look at me now, they're like, "There's no way you were overweight." I'm like, "It was." It, look how we ate at the cookouts, campouts, and oh, all. Oh, dude, like, shrimp, God. crabs. Your father used to make this stuff. Oh my God! And his chicken, the backyard bird, or whatever. Oh my God! The chicken See, was amazing. The one aspect I really, really I know enjoyed, the recipe, but I won't give it out. The one aspect I really enjoyed about camping was the fact of when you cook the food, if my dad had this the little tip to um, wrap it in tin foil yes. and let it sit on top of the campfire. Oh, There's a difference between cooking on a stove and then cooking on a campfire. Oh yeah. Oh first of all God. the smell I'll be driving through Ocean Pines and I can I know immediately when someone's having a fire in their backyard. Oh, yeah. I can smell the logs. I'm like Oh yeah, it's like my mom's like. I think there's a fire. Someone's house is on fire. I'm like, no, someone's having a good time right now. Yeah, but you could probably and tell then, what kind of log they're using oh too. God, you can dude. smell the difference That's between a, nice a good oak, oak or a, yeah, a spruce, <laughs> a, a, a willow. But yeah, I mean, oh yeah, your father had it to an art. Like his food was so like it wasn't dry or you know some people cook and it just dries it out. He'd wrap it in the foil and it, oh the chicken was it would oh. I'm hungry. <laughs> it's the same thing. It is. It's have so... you ever seen him cook a marshmallow? Yes. That pisses me off. Oh, I know. It's I amazing. can't do it. He does it for like 30 minutes, slowly roasting yes, it. And, and I'm just, just I just wait for him to pull nice. it off. And it's like, he always gives it to me, but I just want to, like, if he was going to bite out of it, I'd just slap, slap it out of his Right, I know. Meat. Mine are always like burnt and black. And, I used you know. to eat them like raw, and then I used to just stick them right in the fire and, and burn, burn them all the way, and then just start blowing it down. Statue I don't, of Liberty. You he's know got I mean? the patience, man. He can sit there. He works enough. But see, you don't understand. Those are formative moments in a kid like mine's childhood. Like, even though I don't do it anymore, and I don't like, I don't go out camping anymore, just because it's just something. It's not well, that I, I lost know. the interest to. It's just it's something. time. You don't have. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's it's you got. I got other things. School mm-hmm. and like other stuff like that. But it's like. You know, if you literally, like, take the time to just, you know, take a deep breath and just walk outside and just sit and enjoy the oh, view yeah. in nature. First of all, you get captured by the beauty of nature in general. And especially you living on a farm, 
you know, you have 22 acres. I understand where Cody doesn't want to mow the grass. I would hate to do right. that, too. <laughs> Shit, man. But well, the good I get, thing I get is pissed you, off when I have to take the trash out. Yeah, well, you experience it, so that's a good thing. So, you know, the older you get, you know, you get job and work, make money, and settle down a little bit. You're going to want to go back to that, and then you'll be the same thing. You'll be like, oh, no, we I should get a camper. I, I, <laughs> the, the, complete, the, the, it's the complete turnaround of my dad from when I was a kid to how he is now with, you know, my little sister and everything like that. Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy to see because I know him as the DJ guy, you know, Kiss, all that type of stuff. And now I look at him, he's he's baking cookies, he's doing all this stuff. I'm like... But that's great, though. I mean, he never good, had time for it before. He, it was funny. Before the baby arrived, I told him, I was like... I was like, hey, man, like, you know, you're old. Like, no offense, but you're older. You know, starting over with a new kid, like, you're. I just hit the age of, like, 19, 20. So it's like, this was a couple of years ago. It's like, you know, it's it's going to be rough on you. You're not going to be able to play football if you used to. Hell, when I was a kid, he could barely play football. I remember <laughs> I hit him one time. We were playing catch, and I broke one of his ribs. <laughs> like, it's, you know, it's it's crazy. I was like, you know, it's your body can't handle it and then like he's like oh, I'll be fine I'm in pretty good health I'm, I'm pretty good next thing I know he's getting back like his back checked out he can't move his back and he's like hey, it's only a year later I was like dude I told you man once you hit 50 shit starts going but you know there's there's two ways to look at it I looked at it you know like when my wife and I got married I said you know we should have kids while we're young and you know we can still like run around and carry on with them and it was great but like we also had to work and we were busy and now, you know, I see what your problem is, and I'm thinking, man, I kind of wish I might have waited, and maybe I could have slowed down and spent a lot more time with you know, Like, how many, how many times we went camping, and we'd take your father's camper, get it all set up, and we wouldn't see him till 2 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, because he did the thing during the day, he'd, he'd come home, do some stuff, and then he'd run out, he'd DJ all night, he was working, working, working. Had to get up Sunday morning, be back to work. And, and even when we were camping, like, it's not that he was disconnected or, like, disconnected. Oh, he work. enjoyed it. Yeah, he, he loved camping. It was just the fact that he also had his phone on him. You could hear his phone going off and stuff like that. And he's trying to ignore <laughs> it and trying to do it. Like, he's still got people calling him. Hey, this is going wrong. This is going wrong. Oh, still yeah. got to check it, give it to emails and stuff. And then, you know, it, to see someone that has, like, you know, it's his passion radio and all that. But to see him, like, you know, when you're trying to relax, the last thing you want is work calling you or doing right. something like that. But, I mean, he spent, like, that's where I learned to fish. I always remember oh, every yeah. time me and him would go fishing, he'd have, you know, we'd have bring the fishing rods out of the camper, go fishing. And then these are, like, formative, like, these are stuff I remember, like, just randomly in the day that just bring the smile on my face. Mm -hmm. And it's it's crazy to think about because a lot of kids that grow up in, like, cities don't even understand this thing. But they have oh, a whole another aspect of life and that I might not even know about. Yeah, I mean, you make the best of where you're at, I guess, you know. I, don't I know. just find, like, where I connect to is nature. I just, yeah, when I, it comes to, like, looking at the trees, the leaves, you know, that type of feeling, I just, that's that's my home, that's my meditation. A lot of people are like, I find my meditation in my house, you know. That's good for you, you know. Some people find it in music, like, you know, my mom and my brother do. They were never big campers or anything like that. It was always me and my dad. Yeah. But, like, it was, I was also, too, I was kind of lazy in the fact that, I would go camping if everything was set up and ready for me to go. Well, my dad was like, I will put in all the effort just to do it. And it's like, oh yeah, it, there's no better feeling than sitting at a campfire like at 1 o'clock in the morning and just listening to the crackling of the logs. And then you guys are, that's where the best conversation happens. Oh my God. There was too many times where I think it was 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. We were still sitting there and I'm like, 
you know, hey man, the sun's coming up. I think we should go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's we probably, would literally. Probably, I can't move my legs. It's probably time to yeah. call it a night. We, we, we had this great big pot. We would like do corn on the cob, like 10 dozen ears of corn. Yeah. And I can remember. Don't forget crabs, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We go, we, we get a bushel. Yeah, we already got a bushel. Yeah, are we getting another bushel? Oh, my goodness. We're I just remember crabs. watching your father. It was dark, and we couldn't find the tongs to get the corn. And we were going in and shoving our hands down into boiling water, pulling corn out, trying because we were hungry. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. And we would sometimes set the corn, the pot right in the coals just to keep it warm. You should have saw um, the one time he was trying to cook up crabs. Remember when I texted you and I asked where your pliers were? Uh, we didn't have anything. The tons. crabs were all over the backyard. That was yes, awesome. My I remember that. them up with, with freaking needle nose pliers and stuff we trying to throw them in there. He's like, get up on the table. I'm like, what the hell is we going on? We found one the next day. It was under the shed. It was still alive. Good God, It was man. still running around the backyard. It was amazing. The dog had found it was barking. I remember that too. He was in such a rush, and he was like, "Where are the tongs? Where are the tongs?" Like, oh, he forgot to let the tongs out. Um, and then like my dad immediately went into your shed, grabbed got pliers. pliers. Like, I don't got time for this. I need That's to cook crabs. Right, I'm yes. ready to sit down and eat. I'm like, holy shit! That's amazing. Good God! Yeah, I could tell you stories and stories. How did you meet my dad? That's the story I want to hear the most. <laughs> oh, let's see. I, you know, I kind of remember. You said you I, lost your job or something like that that happened? You were feeding them some type no, of No, no, no. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah, we can, I don't care. I, well, he was working at the radio station. And I remember listening, and he would do these themes for lunch. And, you know, anything with the word red in it. Or, or we're doing a whatever, something Friday. Or, you know, and people would call in for a song. And he might not have it, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, shit, I got it. So I emailed it to him. Oh shit! I would just email him the MP3 of the song. Where were you working at? Uh, newspaper. <laughs> oh, so that's where you're getting your information or stuff. Well, I, well, you know, I I did graphics for the newspaper, so I just sat there, and you know, doing my thing. I got the radio on. I'm jamming out all day the radio, and I'd listen. You're a long-time listener. Oh, you have no idea. Well, you remember I won the boat? Do you, do you have a... Yeah, the, no, you I won the pontoon, pontoon boat. boat. Yeah. That was ridiculous. That was a whole lot of trivia. I still have a book. I mean, I would listen from morning to night and write down just useless stuff. Anything I thought that they might ask a question about later so I could win a chance to get a key to, you know... Oh, my God. Some of the things I, I wrote down and... and and the first year I lost. You know, somebody else won the boat. And then they did it again. I was, oh my God. <laughs> it was too much fun. Do you have a gambling problem? No, not at all. I wasn't gambling. There was no money involved. My buddy lost $4,000 the other night. I can't believe it. And then he went gambling last night. And I was like, dude, what is going on? He's like, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I'm like, nah, you're freaking nuts, man. I like go to casino. I'm like, I'll take 20 bucks and go to Dude, I bought one buddy. lottery ticket when the lottery was that huge number. I bought one, and it was so weird because the woman behind me was like, had all these birth dates written down, all these numbers and stuff. I was like, are you done? Are you done? I'm like, I just got here. I was like, she's like, it was looming over me. Hurry up, hurry up. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, people get addicted to I think this. I might have bought $20 worth of tickets. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, if it's reasonable, if the, you know, you got a good outcome yeah. of winning. I just see it as like, I'm one and done, you know what I mean? I don't need to go and Oh my God, could you see that. me if I won, what was it, one and a half billion dollars or something crap? Better buy some more property and let me live on it. Oh, dude, we'd have an island somewhere. <laughs> right? 
I, I would go. Would you I live? want to own your. Where would you want to live out of all places if you could move right now? If, I, if, if you're, are you? You're content. Mexico. Why Mexico? Warm. Cabo, Cabo San Lucas. I would go down the tip of the Baja Peninsula. But you don't. You there. say you don't drink that much anymore. What's that the point of going to Mexico? That don't mean I got to drink. There's warm Nothing else water, to do down good there. fish. Oh my God, you've never been. Maybe uh, buy like a bunch of donkeys and oh stuff. Oh no, dude. We we went on a four wheeler tour down there. Oh my God, it was like an hour and a half just to get to where we were. Right, seven hundred some foot sand dunes right on the ocean. It was amazing. I got pictures. I have to show you. It was some of the best. Oh, I, I can't. You'd have to go. I can't explain it. Some of the best fish and the food was amazing. This leads to a good question I usually ask. Uh -huh. have, do you have a transcendental moment? One of those moments where you're like, "This is what life's about." Like a lot of people, like you know, some people like it's my kid being uh, born or something. Every like weekend. That. Like, <laughs> every weekend. Every weekend. Every weekend. Like seeing the sunrise or something. No, I go down here. We got a boat down here in Ocean Pines. Just sitting on the water. And we go down to the boat and just sit there and. About 5 o'clock in the morning, you get up and you go sit on the back of the boat and watch the sun come up. Well, 4 o'clock, I should say. And just sitting there relaxing, nobody around, no bother, no electronics, no internet. And just kick back and it's like, man, this is nice. I could just Sometimes stay you got to disconnect and unplug. I could live on the boat. Well, I don't mind the phone because I'm not that... I shouldn't say I'm not that rapid. I do get on Facebook, but I don't buy into the drama. I don't care about the drama. You know, nothing... Nothing directly well, affects me but me. The problem is we use too much social media and not just social media, but technology in our everyday lives. No one ever really takes the minute to disconnect. I'm, well, I'm, yeah. I, you know, I'm failure of doing it too, especially like I went to, um, the other night I went to a uh, bingo night. Um, and like, that's where I was talking about. Like if you, if I had a podcast that was just recording conversations that happened at a campfire at one o'clock in the morning, oh, yeah. they would be crazy. The one I put up on about bingo night and it was on Valentine's day was about like it, I don't I, I didn't label it as an episode I just called it what it was it was a special because you know it was an hour conversation at you know sitting there eating burgers and doing stuff like that and it was just like the random talkings of people yeah. just shooting the shit because you miss so much stuff when you're having like conversations like hell we had a 30 minute basically phone conversation before you rolled up and then oh, I know. I was, we're like we need to save this for the podcast I was like yeah I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about to be honest with you <laughs> It's like we go when you start recording and you're having conversation, especially if you have interesting people, whether you think you're interesting or not. Everyone's got a story. Everyone's got an interesting. Oh yeah, thing. it's the one thing, one response I always get about when I ask someone to do the podcast. I don't think I'm very interesting, sir. You're very interesting. It doesn't matter if you think you are or not. There's someone out there that's going to get a piece of life advice from you. Obviously, a childhood influence. You obviously were influenced as a child by fishing or doing something with your family. You know, you're probably raised in that manner, like going. You know, were you raised in the farm life? I would say. Actually, no. I was born and raised right up near uh, BWI Airport. I, I went to the same high school as your mom. Went what? To, yeah, went to Mead High School. Same thing. Was she? Did you like? Were you? Yeah, uh, different years. Different years. Yeah, I was, I was a couple grades behind her. But uh, yeah, I grew up right there next to uh, BWI Airport, right off Dorsey Road. Um, we had like a little quarter acre, you know, in a little community. Didn't mind it, but you know, I grew up in a different time. We didn't have cell phones and computers and you know you had the phone with the cord on the wall you didn't like know where everybody was i'd get on my bike and ride down the street and find some kids and they had to go out. to somebody's house yeah knock on their door see if they were home and, and see when what they was weren't happening. you'd have to feel bad because you had to yeah. ride all the way back home well even like after high school and you know you got in your car and you just went out and started driving you know we get out on bernie richie highway you just ride up and down until you found a group of people with their cars some of you hung out or 
you know, you'd try to find some, go to the mall, you know, find some, hey, what are you, you know, what are you getting into? There was no, like, getting on and texting everybody and, hey, let's all meet up. Or, Where are you at? Yeah, you know, you didn't, it's, it was a different Where world. Where the drugs at? Where but, you know, I, like, I, I push on my son, he's, he's always home and just in the room, and but he's got so many friends because he talks to them all. I'm like, Cody, you're missing so much stuff. Get out of the house. You know, it's funny, though. You know? In, in, in the way you're talking about, I agree with you 100%. But there's actually some good outlets to it. I have a buddy yeah. that listens to my podcast, shares it. I've never met this kid in my entire life. I've, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I'm friends with his family on Facebook. But I've known him for going on 10 years now. And I know him from Xbox. <laughs> it has connected us. I told him when he comes down, we're going to film a podcast together. And we're going to take pictures because it's going to be the very first time us actually meeting face to face. But I've seen him. Like, I have his Snapchat. So he sends me selfies. You know, I send him selfies back. We know what we look like. And, you know, we, we have, like, we still talk and everything he's very supportive on my podcast and he shares all my stuff and it's like <laughs> holy crap like you know i've never met you like in person he goes yeah man when i come down we're gonna you know hang out i'm like dude like it's it's amazing because I've, I've talked to him on the phone i got his phone number like you know it's been like that for 10 years and it's like dude it was there was an article i read recently um two uh dads that were friends over xbox lives for eight years finally met and now they're best friends like they've never one. met before. He's from Wisconsin. I've yeah. never been over there. It's ridiculous. And it's like in that way, that's awesome that we can connect in that way. And I told him, I was like, I will drain my bank account to fly your ass out here. The plane ticket to fly down here is like 400 bucks. I'm like, you can stay at my house, sleep in my room, stay down here for a week and stuff. He invited me to his wedding. And he's like, he's, he's like, we're engaged for a year, so you know, you got yeah. time. I'm like, dude, we're seeing each other before that. I do not want to see you at oh, your yeah. wedding for right. the first time. Mm. Shit, man. Well, you know, um, Cody uh, was at Pittsville. Pittsville, I guess it's middle school. They do a, um, what do you call field trip to New York. You know, and they take the bus and parents can chaperone. They're still doing field trips? Oh, yeah. Did you see at the middle school they used the VR goggles to visit Anne Frank's house? Oh, get out. Really? That's good only in two in two ways. First of all, you're not losing all the little kids. Right. Like me, I, I either had a leash on me or something like that. Because, you know, hyperactive. and then Well, yeah, I mean, you know. Also, like, you know, you don't have to travel very far. It's not gas or any expenses like that. Nothing bad's going to happen. You have all your ducks in a row. But then you're missing the physical aspect of getting up at, like, 7 in the morning, getting to school and having that field trip day where, you know, there's the kids like me that sometimes didn't pay for the field trip, so we're sitting in class like, damn it. And then, like, it's just one of us in a class of, that used to be 30. Everybody else is on the field trip having fun. We got a substitute teacher that's like... Couldn't afford that trip ticket, could you? Right. Yeah, fuck you too. Yeah, well, see, I've been in New York, so and I'm like, okay, so what are we gonna do in New York? And I'm like, listening. There's no agenda. There was no, you know. And I'm looking. There's a lot of the kids with their moms, you know. And as soon as the bus got off, man, they all went Fifth Avenue wanted to go shop. And I'm like, what? Are, you know, okay, we're not learning anything here. And Cody, like you said, he's got friends on Xbox and all. Friend lives in New York, so I said, Cody. Look, we can hit the queue train. You know, it's an express. We can take it to Coney Island. It's an hour away. You know, forget this whole Times Square. Ooh, let's walk around. So we went to Coney Island. You know, got hot dogs and road rides. And his friend that he, you know, he met him first time. Hey, and they all hung out, rode roller coasters. We had a freaking ball. Went back, and the whole class was like, "You went where?" 
And they're all just lip out like, man, we should have went, you know. But, hey, you're missing the, you don't understand, like, <laughs> they, they, they think of, like, everything, like, I, I, I'm, I'm at fault for this, too. On days off, I go, like, what do you do? You go shop. That's yeah. basically what you can do, mm-hmm. you know? There's nothing else to really do. You just keep spending money, spending money, burning a hole in, eventually in your pocket. Especially during wintertime around here where there's, like, nothing open. But if you actually go out, even though it's sometimes a pain in the ass when you're comfortable in your house to go out and actually experience something, I want to go back to an amusement park. I oh, also yeah. want to take oh, yeah. times to go see stuff like orchestras and operas and all oh, this yeah. stuff that I used to think was just like dumb as hell but then like I've started realizing like you know just like with podcasting where everybody's got an interesting story I've been starting to like enjoy things more mm-hmm. like when it comes to music I see I don't see it as that, oh, that music shit I see it as that's a creative aspect of it that's a, it's an art someone's passion I want to experience everything I want to experience everyone's stories I want to hear all of it I want to I want to get as much as I possibly can and keep hearing about it because I mean you're constantly living a life you're constantly telling a story from when you've met my dad I've never even known that story I never knew about the band Flytrap I never knew about any of this stuff and everyone knew about this stuff but me it was like everyone was grew up around that time or or was around my dad when that was happening like Mm -hmm. I only know my experiences from my grandparents that end up telling me the same freaking story over and over and over again but I mean you should interview them that's where the true that's where the true information is but it's hard like I don't I mean it's not that I don't like interviewing family it's just like it's really hard to interview family yeah like, but you're never... family in a way but it's like if i interview like china i tried to interview my brother now my brother's a great guy but it's like he wasn't taking uh, it serious he's right. sitting there like we're sitting on his floor and it's like yeah well don't you know me i'm like i do fucking know you and then like after i started getting episodes out he's like dude i want to do your podcast again i'll t- promise to take it more serious i'm like it's just really hard i don't want to podcast with my mom i don't want to I want a podcast with my dad just because I can ask him so right. many things on radio. But I know how difficult it's going to be knowing that I know all these things about you. Yes, it gives me a little bit of insight on you, but the whole reason is you do, you see a, do you see in front of me lined up questions? No. I'm asking you. Everything I'm pulling out is everything I want to ask yeah. you, everything I want to know out of my head. If someone finds that interesting, then it's, it's there. I keep laughing because I do have a funny story about the Xbox. So evidently there's a different thing like Cody has so many friends on Xbox and he knows them and like Mr. Popularity oh yeah well are he, they friends from school or are they just no, from Xbox from X. Well, be careful with that well he's got some friend that does something on Twitch or something mm-hmm. in YouTube and live stream like yeah and they're like famous they get money and, and he's actually made some of their or not made but been in some of their videos cause he's like really good at these shooting games and stuff and he's joined a clan, and they all, like, fight different things, or whatever that means. Gaming you know? clan, everybody that's listening, not a real clan. Okay, well, let's go There's back to that. There's a giant That's where I'm that going. One. That's where I'm going with that. Good God. Because that is a huge difference. That's their symbol, though, but so, it's, it's, why is it more passive on electronics than if I was going to rock that same clan out in public? Okay, so, go back a couple years, and we just bought our big boat. 40-foot boat, two bedrooms, you know, it's really nice. You've, you've never come down. You should come down. Actually, your father's never been to it either. It's right down the street. I keep it at Pines Point Marina. But, uh, so we're buying it. It's in Annapolis. Mm-hmm. And we were getting ready to bring We had to bring it up and around the C&D Canal because you can't trailer it. It's too big. So we take the kids to see it the first time. And Cody's kind of going through that withdrawal of, when are we going home? When are we going home? Well, he's still a kid. You know, I want to play Xbox. There's no Xbox, you know. 
I'm like, Cody, look, it's Saturday, or no, it's Friday. It's Friday night, we're going to stay the night on it Friday night here, and then Saturday we're going to bring it around, you know. Bring it around town. So, we get there, and of course, you know, we're checking it out. We went to, was it Kmart up there, or one of the Walmart, whatever it was. Kmart, I think it was. And we're in there, and we're buying snacks and some food and pillows, pillowcases, and sheets. And we're picking out stuff, and Cody is standing there, and I can't find my wife, so I hand him the sheets and stuff. He's standing there with sheets in his hand, and as loud as a little kid can say, Dad, when are we going home? I've got a clan meeting tomorrow. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh Talk my about God. wanting to crawl under something, <laughs> you know, and this lady turns around you know, older than me lady now, you know, and kind of gives me a dirty look. Like, what are you teaching your kid? And I'm like, I just don't even want to try and explain. I set the stuff down, grabbed goods, let's go. <laughs> and we went out to the car and waited for my wife. So we, we, this is just too much. I can't That's believe this crazy. happened. That's he, ridiculous. Just as innocent as can be. He didn't know, though. He doesn't, he doesn't know. understand that realm. I got, a, I got a clan meeting at, at 3 o'clock tomorrow, and I'm going to be late. Did you get oh, scissors to cut holes in the sheet? Absolutely. Oh, I might it's as a, well. like the riding scene off Django right. where they're all like, we you all know, wear them while I've, we're riding. I've learned to take pictures because, you know, I've done so much stuff, stupid stuff. I've, I've met so many people. And you have it, you can't really and remember you just, it all. Well, it's not that you can't. Some people look at you like, there's no, you can't write this stuff or you can't make this up. Yeah. And it's like, I got to have pictures because I don't think people believe half Why the stuff. Why don't you start a podcast? Uh, I don't know. I you should do it. <laughs> Call it Kurt's Corner. Kurt's yeah, right. Corner. Dude, I'm serious. Oh, like doing it at a certain time in the morning. God, to shoot. I don't know. You can do it by yourself. <laughs> Hell, I'll be on it too. I have a bunch of friends that are like, wow, man, you inspired me to get on a podcast and get that going. Like, Mine was just an idea because I was watching Joe Rogan's one of my giant influences, but a bunch of these comedians on there doing this thing that I was like, damn, like it's, you know, it's I want to eventually get video and stuff, but it was like, it was like, I was listening, you know, Joe Rogan's been having podcasts for like eight years now. Oh, yeah. And it's like I've been going to the gym every day for going on six. Have you had your father on here yet? No. You need to I get need him to get, on here. He lives out in Virginia. I keep telling him to I come don't on know. Down. I don't know if he would want to tell you everything and let everybody know. He said not he that there's so. not, Well, I mean, not, yeah, but I mean, there, like back in, like I've heard some of his stories like when he was with the radio station and he would go backstage and meet a, you know, and, and some he of the events. He ran into Ziggy Marley and he didn't know it was Ziggy. Right. Some of the things that he can tell you are going to be so he funny said, or Ziggy so. Ziggy offered me a cigarette and I didn't know who it was. I just thought it was some guy with dreads. And the next thing I know, I'm like, wait a minute, that's the band that just played. Like he was so out of tune. He was focused on the music and getting the DJ equipment set up and everything. You have to ask him about the time. I think it was something like he knocked over a bowl of shrimp or something or something. I can't remember. Oh my God, he was bad, and I think they ended up throwing him out or something. You have to, I mean, you know, like I, I can relate because I've done the same kind of stupid stuff, and it's funny at the time, and just like I'm laughing now, just thinking about it. I've I've been in some weird situations, met, oh, I, you know, I've been to Sammy Hagar's birthday party in Mexico. I've hung out with Sammy Man Hagar. Him. Yeah, I've. I've Played guitar with Eddie Van Halen backstage at Merriweather. Go to that real quick. Hold I got on pic- quick. I got pictures right here. No, right tell here. me the story. I want the story. Uh, nothing really. It was simple. Um, I've I've always liked radio. I've always liked radio, and just had friends that worked at ninety eight Rock, and I, I tried to get in there with them, and 
Um, actually, it was Russ Motla, if anybody remembers him. Um, I just called him up out of the blue and said, hey, man, how do I get backstage to meet Van Halen? He put me on the list. I got meet and greet passes. Damn. And I was like, no shit. And then uh, another friend of mine owned Maryland Waterbeds in Glen Burnie, and they sold the tickets for the shows. So we actually camped out and got front row tickets. They did two nights. Uh, it was in 93 at Merriweather. And just went backstage and, you know, I took a guitar and went back there and just sitting on a picnic table waiting and all of a sudden... Was he oh, as cool as... Oh, yeah. Okay. Way good. Well, I was... Sometimes you get meet famous people I'm, that are a bit of asshole. I, well, Vince Neil was an asshole. Like, I want all green. I, I, I met Vince Neil. He was an asshole. But, uh... Damn you, Vince. Well, he, he was just a little shitty and we, like, tried to walk up and talk to him. He turned his back on us and You know, a lot of people think Mike away. Tyson's an asshole. He's actually very, very religious and very spiritual. And, um, he just started his own weed farm. That's cool. Now, that's what he gets into. But he's like, yeah. he understands where he messed up. And, you know, he was... You gotta understand the way he was raised, too. Like, growing up around fighting. Like, that's oh, not yeah, gonna yeah. create somebody that's gonna be nice 24-7. But the fact that he can... You know, turn that around and come back, and it's like yeah. you don't understand like the, all that type of stuff. And you deal with like when you meet someone famous, it's really hard. Like what I talk about with society, like people walk around with a mask; they're walking around with a yes. second personality. There's yes. Sometimes you'll be in a relationship with somebody, or you'll be friends with somebody, and then they'll come out and experience the true self. Like whether it's because they're taking medication to mask whatever, yeah. um, like disorder they kind of have or dysmorphia that they have, but. You know, when it comes to, like, rock stars, sometimes they're just playing an act. It seems like they're acting on stage. You yeah. know, we, we look at actors, like, people that are into, the, like, uh, comedic arts or something like that, and they're like, why is he being so flamboyant or doing something completely on stage and you meet him in person he's nothing like that? It's like, that's his talent, but it's at the same time, you don't want to display that in public 24-7. Kurt! Right. Phones. Yeah. I'll give her show you a picture. I know, but turn sound on. Oh, is it, did it make it? it did make it I have my phone on silent. I have not looked at it. Uh, I was going to show you a picture. All right, we'll show so, you a picture. But like, I've never been starstruck. I have never. It, that don't bother me. I, you know, I can talk to anybody. And we're all. But humans. Eddie Van Halen was the first one that I walked up to, and I went to shake his hand, and I think I almost passed out. Like I almost fainted. Like oh my god, it had built up so much. And wow, I'm really going to meet him. You know. Mm-hmm. And the second I I like touched his hand, and I think I started to go. And he grabbed my hand with, with his other hand. He goes, don't do it. You know, and I'm, I'm here. <laughs> you know, no, I, I said something like totally stupid to this day that I, I just, oh my God, I wish I could redo that. You a know? lot of people are like, uh, like, like how you kind of felt in that situation where you're talking about how like you feel like you could redo that just so you don't seem like yes. too much of like a nerd or something. Exactly. But it's like so much of a super fan. It's like, you got to understand that he realized, he's so famous. He probably realizes that. Yeah. He's like, he but at the same time, it's cool that he was like, look, treat me as an equal, man. Like, you know, I'm you. I'm on the same level well, as you. Well, I had people tell me before, you know, if you go up to him and you start, oh my God, you're God, or, you know, he's going to thank you and just walk away. Yeah. But if you start talking to him about something off the wall, you know, it's a normal conversation and he's going to just talk to you. And, hey, you and, play a good concert, but you also look like shit on stage. I would have wore something else. Yeah, like you know. backhanded compliment that gets those women, uh, gets a lot of women and um, wanting to talk to you. Right, you know, just something like that. That's Man, a backhanded compliment. My, can't find my pictures. It's going to kill me now. I'll see all photos. I, I have, this is the one photo I carry around all the time. It's famous. It's it, I mean, not famous. It's funny to hear like when you hear famous people like comedians talk about meeting their heroes. Like you know when um, Joe Rogan like m- met George Carlin or something like that. Or like 
you know, he talks about these types of people that influenced him. It's crazy to hear that because it's like, yeah, you look like a little child. Well, that was 93. I mean, that was a long time ago. You look like the kid that got his pants pulled up above his head when he was no, in school. No, no. Actually, I was a big kid in school. I believe it. Uh, not not fat, but like I was just tall. I know. You, and, you probably know. played football or something. No, actually, I wrestled. Really? Until they wanted me to cut my hair. Yeah, you but, kept uh, the rat tail for the longest yes, time. Yes, I did. And you had your son growing it. Yes. When did you finally decide to cut off the rat tail? Uh, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I know my daughter cut my son's off in the middle of the night, so... Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, this doesn't make for a good interview showing you pictures that people can't see. On the... <laughs> like I said, it's interesting for me and you, but, I mean, I'm hearing stuff like, this is crazy, because, like, you know, it, 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 I know you as the white tank top, freaking yeah. barbecue pit guy, and then, like, to see the complete... Holy crap, who is that? That's, That's Sammy Hagar. Pouring me a shot of tequila. Oh, my God. At his birthday party. Look right there, front row, hanging out. And you got pictures to prove it. Oh, you have to. There's there's Cabo, there's riding four wheelers in Mexico. The sand dunes just endless. That's beautiful sights. Too. Absolutely. There's there's the Why bar. would you want to live somewhere where there's a bunch of sand and not where there's a bunch of like farmland or something? It's like a complete turnaround. No grass like to you've cut had too much. Oh, that's why. <laughs> now you understand Cody where until he's coming you, from. Until you start cutting twenty five acres of grass. Whew. Man, I got I got pictures just we'll have to do another one one day. It's called Weekend Parties on my Facebook, if you ever want to go through that. I even think you're in there somewhere. I'll have to deepen yes. down the rabbit hole. See, I, any, a lot of people look at my Facebook, they're like, why are there only a couple recent photos and the rest of them are all super, super old? It's like, those are photos that people tag me in, and I've tried to have them removed off Facebook. I, yes, uh, they're good times, but I'm like, I don't like how I, I look didn't back like then. that picture. Yeah, you know, I got some too where I was like... <clears throat> But you know what? I use them now as inspiration. I gotta enunciate that. Um, I look at them, big. God damn, I was big. I need to lose some more weight, you know. And yeah. So I look at it. Yeah, I don't ever want to look like that again. Well, through my grandparents' house, walking through, there's nothing but old pictures mm-hmm. of me, and I'm like, God damn, like. Take that, but you know what? Though they don't look at it as like you know. They look at it as memories, and I yeah, see that whole yeah. aspect of it too. I mean, you got to think they. they <laughs> When you look at a photo, you're capturing a moment in time, much like when right. you know anything we're saying right now. It's being recorded, so it's like it's in stone, it's in history, oh, yeah. it's happened now. So it's like, you know, don't incriminate yourself too much. But I mean, you know, d- d- display how you want to be seen. I want people to see me who I am. I want to see as the random conversation type guy that, like, you know, can always bring a smile onto your face. And that's oh, yeah. not whether the podcast is good talk or not. It's whether if you had fun and you had an enjoyment out of it. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole point of it. Right. I want because I'll, I'll end up having you back on later down the road when I have more episodes on because you got obviously a uh, life line of stories, for millions me. of stories to tell. And... I mean, I could do millions of podcasts just with the same person over and over <laughs> right. again because they have so many stories. Nobody understands that. I'd, I'd love to come in and sit here with your father and tell stories. I want to have him do a double <laughs> podcast like that. That'd be great. Have my know. dad in here. I don't know if we would incriminate anything. <laughs> you guys would banter back and forth. I'd just be sitting here watching like if it was a movie. I might as well cook up one some of popcorn. My, one of my favorite stories. Oh, my God. You're, I, I, uh, it was the hardest your father ever hit me. Oh, my God. He hit me in the chest so hard. We were sitting... We had a fire. The fire was so big. He was, you ought to remember, you were on the golf cart. Mm-hmm. He was backing the golf cart up and dumping wood on the fires. I mean, he would back up as hard as he could and just hit the brakes and slam the wood. The fire was so big, we had to put the hose on the side of the house 
And we were 50, 60 feet away from the house. Yeah. But to keep, because the siding was starting to melt on the side of the house, it was so hot. Three o'clock in the morning, everything has died down. We're sitting there in a couple lawn chairs. Everybody's gone to bed or passed out or whatever they've done, you know. It's quiet and it's finally like, you know, okay, it's nice. And we've got this one guy that just wanted to pull up with his car and turn the radio up. And he goes, Skip, can you play this on the radio? Can you play? I wrote this song. It's about my dead ex-girlfriend. You know, oh my God. Oh my God, I actually remember this. Yeah, I was going to say, and we're sitting there and oh my God. And he finally said, please turn it off. You know, it was so loud. So the dude takes the car or whatever. He goes and gets a goddamn guitar and he comes over and sits next to us. I remember that yes, fucking dude. And, he, and he's sitting there playing and I'm in the chair and I can't take the board. I'm just sitting there and my eyes are closed. And I, and your father comes and he hits me and bam right in the chest. He goes, God damn it, if I gotta listen to this, so do you. Wake up. <laughs> and I just, I could, I just laughed. I was pissed myself. So this guy's not gonna he have, shut he had up. Ponytail too, right? Yeah. He wore a flaming button-up shirt. Yes, I, 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 I can't remember. I, think I remember that guy. Oh, holy hell! Oh my god! I, there's always that dude that brings a guitar and doesn't this, know how to play yes. it. All the way. He just sits there and play it. To this day, I still laugh at that story because, goddamn, if I gotta listen to this, so do you. Wake up. <laughs> that was so funny. See, those are those moments you, you think about in life, and it's like they, they bring joy to you, especially yes. when you're having like a rough week or something. Oh, but that's God. funny. I remember that story too, man. God, I, I remember exactly. I, he was wearing blue blue yes, jeans, yes, yeah, yes. ponytail. I haven't seen cap. him in years. I don't, I don't know whatever happened to him. God, he was like a wet blanket. Oh, he was, dude. He, he brought everything down. The only time, I think, fun time we had is when we were playing football. We were tossing it back and forth, and I was throwing it the, like the length of your yard. Yes, basically. you were all. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, you should be playing football, man. Yeah, and I was like, I remember I, that's when it started. I was like, I can throw fifty yards. I was always walking around in school saying that, and my dad, because my dad's like, oh, that's like sixty yards. Yeah. I don't know how much it actually was. It definitely we don't wasn't that much. Probably yeah. like twenty five or something, but. Don't matter. I had a freaking cannon of an arm, like I know, because I, I remember like shit. I make sure I can throw it back that far. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to look make this kid make me look bad. You know, I don't think I hurt my arm trying to throw it back. Like, yeah, all right, that's enough. I gotta go. Yeah, same thing with my dad. He's like, I got other things to do, but me and him would launch that sucker, man. Oh, I know. I remember watching you guys throw football out in the front yard, and I'm like. Man, the game's gonna break out in I a bet, minute. Cause I bet the one thing you were really impressed about was how much me and my dad could eat crabs. Oh my god, yes. Oh, me and him were always sitting there, last ones. You'd leave and then yes, come back, back like an hour later. Like, like I'm ready to have more crabs. We're like, well, sit down, pull up a chair. We're still eating. Yeah. It's like, holy crap. Yeah, like there was. It better be two bushel on the table because there you needs guys, to be more than that. Yeah, I was like, because you guys were good for a bushel, easy. One time, me and him went out to the bonfire with my um, mm -hmm. mom and my brother, and this was like psh, I was 13 years old or something, and um, they left. My brother and mom left for two hours and came back. Oh, yeah. Because we were still eating um, the Alaskan king crab legs. Oh, hell yeah. And we take um, my dad's uh, parents out to eat. Mm -hmm. And um, we go, went to the bonfire one time. 
Me, my grandfather, my dad, all sitting there eating crabs. Everyone else sitting there waiting for us to be done. And then we're like, all right, we might as well wrap it up. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not we're done. We're not done yet. It's all you can eat. Oh, we pissed off the buffet table. The guys were always looking at us like, come on, really? Like, how many Absolutely. plates am I to put out? That and then California rolls for me. I would take all of them, like 40 of them, and put them on my plate and just eat them all at the Panda Buffet. Mm-hmm. My dad's like, you don't want to go get, like, real sushi? I'm like, let's go to somewhere I can eat a lot of and actually fill myself up for a cheap amount of money without spending $1,000 on two sushi rolls. I just think if you tried to do that now, how sick you would get. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't, I don't even know where there's a Panda Buffet besides Salisbury. It's a good 30 minutes away. They closed all the ones down here. Yeah. And we still go to that one once in a while. Of course, what I eat now is totally different. You know, I go to the grill side, and actually, I've been getting chicken and getting pineapple. And they'll grill the pineapple for me. I'll grill up pineapple. What I like to do yeah. is when I cut, I freeze all my fruit. Mm-hmm. If you go to Harris Teeter up in Subbyville yep. right now, it's a dollar thirty nine per pineapple, the extra large ones. Wow, really? And also, um, uh, ninety nine cent grapes was last weekend, but they're doing ninety nine cent blackberries right now. I bought like nice. ten packages of those blackberries. I stock. You got to see my freezers just stocked Actually, up with gallons. The doctor told me to stay away from fruit too for a little bit because that's still it's got natural sugar. sugar, sugar yeah. yeah. Well, if you ever want to so. like kill your craving of a sweet, I always tell people eat frozen grapes. Mm-hmm. If you um are craving like a Reese's cup, just pop a frozen grape in your mouth. It, makes you eat it slow. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's like a sweet thing that hits you and kills your uh, right. craving for bad sweets. I, I'm, I'm so into the water now. I just, I drink water and don't forget I like it. water, but it has to be like have Mio or something, and I can't handle regular taste. You know, the, the, the stuff like that, it seems like if I drink it at night, it leaves a weird taste in my mouth in the next Depends morning. on how much you put in your water. Oh, yeah, you got a little tiny, you know. You got to dilute it a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah, you can't... <laughs> You know, put the whole thing in there. That's but, what I do, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Anything I mean, to make it taste like something and not freaking water. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm trying to think of some other stories real quick. <laughs> oh, camping stories, man. There's no way we're going to be able to talk about every single one of them. Oh, I know, I know. There's a, I mean, there's, a, there's so many memories in this whole thing. I mean... Just the aspect of camping. This should just be called the camping podcast because, right. like, really, that's where all that's where all our connections even started from. That created the giant bond between us. I mean, you owned horses. Uh, you own all these multiple types of animals. You know, like, I don't think your father ever got on a horse either. I don't think I ever got. No, on. I rode it once, and I will never do it again. Yeah, you did, but I don't. Because you he put ever... no saddle on it. Yeah. And I rode it, and I swear to God, I thought my nuts went in my throat. Yeah, well, you know. You... <laughs> I never rode a horse before, and you're like, oh, it would be good for your first time. We're yeah, going nice and slow across the yard. I'm, this horse's bones are clanking into my legs and stuff. I'm like, I'm going to die. Remember, I was so small that you yes. just threw me up on the horse. You were like, because that horse was huge, first of all, to me. It was a Clydesdale. It's like I couldn't even mm-hmm. get up there. You just picked me up and put me up there, and I'm sitting up there like, oh, my God, I'm afraid of heights, too. Yeah, well, that stems from my father. What's that, Fred Heights? Whenever we go up somewhere high, and I look over the railing, oh, he come up behind me. Yes. Ah! Oh, my God. <laughs> I, whenever I go up there, some, we went to south of the border when we went to South Carolina. Uh-huh. Um, oh, you went up in the... The drive was the worst trip of my life. I'm pretty sure my dad can agree with that, too. But we went to south of the border up there, and um, 
we went all the way up the giant long tower to look mm. off the overview the sky look thing I go up to the railing I'm looking off over the railing comes up behind me and does that I swear to God it's probably the one time I almost pissed myself like, oh, and I, yeah I can't do it I, I can't do amusement park rides he would always go on the rides with my brother the Superman and all that stuff I could never do it I'm more of a ground person if it's on the ground it's fast it's quick it does anything like that I'll do it I've never been on a corkscrew roller coaster never been on anything that goes upside down never done any of that any roller coaster that goes super high up just can't do now, it see that's weird like I'm I'm like I don't clean the gutters at the house. I don't like high places. But I can do a water slide. Yeah, I can do. But see, I, I can ride roller coasters. Like I've flown in the airplanes down here. You know that doesn't bother me. But I can't get up on the roof of the house because it's like holy shit. You know I don't I don't do high places. I'm the one that you know like if we went up on that tower, I wouldn't even get to the railing. Like I'm standing back here against the wall like. Yeah. Alright, I'm going back now. You know, I'm done. It's not that like you're worried about falling. It's more like you're just like, there's no point. Yeah. What's like, like the water slide. Like, uh, what's a Jolly Roger here? The, that one, the big yellow and that's tube. That's the loop de loop. Have oh, you been man. on that one? No. That one's nuts, man. Yeah. Your throat drops into your, like, I mean, not your, but throat, like but even, your heart drops into your throat. Even climbing up that, you know, about halfway up, I start looking through the steps thinking, you is know, that the, is that the pilot or whatever they call? The one, the, uh, the one that does like, it looks like a triangle or like a, a top of a tent. Oh, I know that orange and white one or something. Yeah, because they have no. Yeah. It's um, it's a white one. It's all white one. Oh, okay. Where it drops you down in the side and you go yeah, up like that, go back and forth. Yeah, I don't know what they have. That one in um Six Flags. It's a giant funnel though. Yeah. I remember me and my dad went on that, and this, he'd probably tell you a story about that. He laughed so hard because my eyes when we went down <laughs> it. I was so little, my eyes were like they popped out of my head because it was me and my brother's um friend, and then my brother, and then my dad, and we we're all on there. Oh and God. that stuff's ridiculous. I've seen um, videos on Facebook people get knocked out on water slides. Oh yeah, like they're going down. They, they the, the thing turns a certain way and they slam their head slam up against their head the thing. Through, next, yeah. sh- I mean, thank God I worked at a water park for a whole summer. Oh, I remember over a in, couple in summers. Delaware, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, you know, I know. And one, I think we, the one time we came there, you weren't working. Yeah. Yeah, like figures the one day I had off, you guys show yeah, up. Yeah, we show up. Like, oh man! But it was crazy because I, I I worked at it for so much. It's also when I did jet skis during like down here. I've been in the bay so much. I've been in the ocean so much. It's oh, like yeah. I used to love the water so much. Now I don't want to get anywhere near it. I spent really four years, uh, four years as a jet ski guide, yeah. constantly being freezing cold in the water. I'm talking about yeah. like when we had the twist or not twisters when we had the uh, north. North, yeah. whatever, all those tropical storms and all that stuff down here. I was out in the water in the hard rain on a jet ski. Mm-hmm. I was jumping in the water, out of the water every couple of minutes. So I'd go from super dry to super cold, super uh. dry to super cold, like super wet, all that stuff. Stepping on multiple things out in the water, being uh. on hell out, like going 12 hours without eating because you're sitting on a jet. You understand that. Oh, yeah. But like wearing a wetsuit, I started doing. Yeah. You know how hard it was to get in your car soaking wet with a wetsuit wet yes. and then trying to take it off when you get home just to take a shower after a long ass day in the sun or something you get or in the shower with weather suit on. You were just and like, then, I can't even once it got to your ankles, you're like, Fuck it, it's staying on. I'm not taking it off. Yeah. They're tight, they're mm. It's a pain in the ass, but it's like, <laughs> I remember all that stuff, and it's like, yeah, I remember going 90 miles an hour on the jet ski, the Ultra 300 I had. Oh, yeah. That, my boss was like, it was early in the morning, the water was flat, sun was coming up, yeah. he's like, you just want to take it out for a spin, test it out. I was like, it, it runs fine. He goes, no, go, go take it for a go test take run. it for a ride. Either he knew we had some shit planned that day. I'm trying yeah. to get him on the podcast, but I, we did the Jetivator and the hoverboard and stuff like that. Yeah. So we had to use the giant. Um, I was the Jetivator guy. That's who I was known as. Okay. And um, we had to use this uh, jet ski that was this powerful 
supercharged to power up on to basically pull someone out of the water on a thing, have water shoot out of it and everything. Right. And um, oh my god, I remember the one time I was going like 45, 50 miles an hour back into the dock, like you know, it's the no wake zone. Yeah. So I had to slow down from going from 90. I literally went all the way from one side from Ocean City all the way to Ocean Pines, that whole length, yeah. in a matter of 20 minutes and then back. Oh yeah, It'll on that it. thing. And um, we I, bought one. I'm surprised I didn't hit a sandbar and flip over the handlebars. But no, like, I was going back into the dock, no wake zone. I killed a freaking seagull. It was sitting oh, yeah, in the water. I'm like, will... it's going to get up. It's going to get up. I'm going 40. It's dropping down real slow. Freaking thing gets up at last minute in front of the jet ski, flies up head first right into my life vest. Oh, wow. Like, shoulder, arm. My whole arm felt I was like, say, it's like shot. A, yeah. And I was flipped off the jet ski. But, oh, my God, it was it was the craziest pain and I turned around I was upset because I killed the thing I look around and it's heads all twisted and shit I'm like oh man but it's like stuff like that people you don't realize how first of all fun things are dangerous things oh, yeah, are I know. but it's like you know you hear all these things people get killed off jump we so many things working at a jet ski place people jumping off pontoons diving into our bay oh. there's people that get paralyzed you know I saved Randy Orton's life no way. Um, he came and rented pontoons with his family one time, right. and he went to go dive off the pontoon boat at, at our dock at Hooper's Crab House. It's oh, my only God, it's like, like two inches deep. Yeah, it's knee-deep water there. If you jumped in, your knees are hitting your chest. And it's Wait. like, he goes to dive in. I'm like, dude, if you do that, you're going to you're going to break yeah, your neck. To he goes, really? And I'm like, watch. And I jump in the water, knees first, or uh-huh. like knees first, but feet first. And like my knees came up and hit me in the chest. I was like, see that? And he goes, dude, you just saved my life. I was like, yeah, you talk about wrestling being dangerous. Imagine breaking your freaking neck, jumping off a pontoon boat. Right. Oh, and we do it all the time, but we, we have a spot out in the bay. You got to find where the um, they dredged it out because that bay's all used to be marshland. It's all man-made now. Yeah, well, we have a spot. Then, like I said, we're at Pines Point Marina. Now, the back of our boat faces secrets. So if you go straight out before you get to the channel behind secrets, there's a spot where it's like nine, ten feet deep. And we go back there and we anchor all the time. And we sit there and, like I said, we dive off the boat. It's, you know, it's not a big, well, it's nine feet deep. I guess you know, it's still dangerous because you can't see what's in there. But, you yeah. know, we go back there and swim all the time. Have you ever seen our boat? Yeah, I've seen your boat multiple times. Okay. I've seen the pontoon, and I've seen your new one that you... Have, I haven't been on yet. You have seen it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that one. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Thanks for rubbing that in. No, why? I told you come on out. Let's go. Let's go fishing. Let's go. I've been fishing in forever, man. That used to be something that, like... You don't understand the cooling effect of fishing, dude. Oh, I do. The hobby of it. Like, just sitting there, not, like, having any worries or anything what to do. Oh, my Absolutely. God. Absolutely. I'm ready anytime you want to go. But we got a trampoline. Dude, when I graduate from um, <laughs> college and stuff, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be working this summer just because... I mean, yeah, it's nice to have money, but I'm like, I'm just tired of where I'm working at and stuff. But we got to do that. Look at that tubing, man. I remember tubing used to be so fun. Pull four tubes at once with that boat. <laughs> nuts, dude. It's awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, we definitely got to do that. I've been trying to get your father to come out on the boat. I actually got him out one time on the pontoon. That he doesn't was... like the water like that. <sighs> He's never been in no, our ocean. Right. Never. He doesn't like the ocean down here. He doesn't do any of that. He does not like sharks. That's his biggest fear is sharks. Oh, me too. I don't stay in it. I long. remember um, Chris, um, Uncle Chris, and um, yeah. freaking my dad had the biggest conversation. And I'll never forget this. It was, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning sitting by a campfire. Like I said, where the good conversation comes from. <laughs> and he's talking about like what would be the 
worst fear to die from. And he was arguing that a bear was the worst way because a bear just killed, like, there's nothing you can do. That's Chris arguing that. And my dad was arguing a freaking shark because you can't see it. It's underwater. He goes, goes, I'd rather have a bear bite me in the head with its teeth and kill me immediately than a shark that drags me underwater and does all this stuff. And he goes, I disagree with you. And they're arguing for a good 10 minutes. And then my dad just stands up and goes, you know what? On your 70th birthday, I'll take you out the fucking Yellowstone with a ring of meat yes. around your neck and yes. drag your old wrinkly ass out there to go fight a freaking bear. I got I got to agree because, you know, a bear, at least you could damn lay still and play dead and a bear might leave you alone and walk away. You play dead with a shark, he's still going to keep coming up and biting you. And not only are you going to get bit, but then you're going to f- drown Plus, on top of it. And, bears only really get like that when you're near something that they are trying to protect. Like when a mama bear is protecting their cubs or something. It depends. A black bear, you're a right. Shark a grizzly bear will, bites you to know what you're... The fr- brown bear, they're aggressive. A, sh- a shark just bites you to know what you're like. Yeah. It, it understands. He bites you. Oh, it doesn't taste good. Swims away. Well, my leg's already off, so... But now that you're bleeding, now more sharks are coming. There was a dude <laughs> in the Bahamas that got bit at the waist. It bit yes. him in the dick. Yeah, oh yeah. There and no ripped way. his whole bottom part of his torso off, and he died on the beach. Yeah. That's a terrible way to go. Watch that movie, The Shallows, or whatever it is. No. Have you, no. Oh, no. that chick goes out on, like, surfing or something. You know what scares me more than sharks? What's that? Piranhas. Yeah, luckily yeah. I don't think we have that problem. Oh, dude, that but, and yeah. that fish that can swim up your uh, yeah, screw that your pee hole up yeah. the Amazon. It's like, why the fuck you want to go up there? Oh, the vision, the sights. Yeah, I want to experience the world, but not yeah, have a fish like latch yeah. itself inside of me. Yeah, that's why I wear condoms when I swim now. Yeah. Just a full body condom, <laughs> yes. naked gun style. Uh oh, there's the ball. Flip that over. <laughs> that's a lot of street cred to ignore that, right? Seemed uh, like it was an important phone call, but like, dude, I appreciate you taking the time out of. Your oh no problem. I wouldn't. I want to do this again. <coughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it was super enjoyable for you. I've had a blast. Oh my god, I can't um, wait. Definitely get you on again down the road. Like, oh yeah, because we got so many stories to talk about. Dude, we didn't even hit the scratch the surface on anything. To be oh no, we know we, we this one like evidently went sideways. We never did the whole. What do you do? What do you know? I never even finished the whole it's How like to the, Meet it's Your like, Father. It's like the beginning of Wizard of Oz, man. Yeah. Like the first time we I We should just create a show instead of How I Met Your Mother, How I Met Your Father. Yeah. Literally, the first time I saw your father, I walked up and he was standing outside the secrets, barefoot, shorts, you know, smoking a cigarette. I walked up and said, man, you got to love this. He goes, this is awesome. Well, I appreciate you being on the podcast and uh, hopefully I'll be on again soon. 